This episode is sponsored by Sofazon. Head over to Sofazon.com today and get 15% off your your purchase, not your first purchase, but any purchase at Sofazon.com using promo code TAP. T-A-P. You get 15% off your order. Summer's coming. Weather should be getting warmer soon. Get your soap. Don't be so smelly. Sofazon.com promo code TAP. Beautiful. What up? Welcome back. Take a pitch. How you doing? You know what? Listen, this episode's also sponsored by the, the Science Relief Isle on CVS, dude. It's Hell been yeah. brutal out. It's been brutal. Um, yeah, shout out to CVS. Yeah, we don't we don't do free ads, but shout out to CVS. I actually have two bottles right here. Boom. Oh, by the way, you want something bomb for your sinuses? Oh, what you got? You got an issue? Are, are, are we giving science advice to our to our uh, listeners? Yeah, right here. Got? Right here. Viewers only. Viewers only get this uh, advice. This is video right here. Only. Okay. Oh, that's your, that's what you've been telling me about, dude. Gotcha. It, okay. One smells amazing. It's like minty. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it like. <laughs> it just it it's it hits. You know, it just hits. And you know what else? Yeah. Go on. No, no, okay. You know, I, I take I take this, this right here, my my little syringe. I pull it up, I I douse it right into one of these bad boys. Yep. Dude. Game changer. I used to just do the regular sinus wash. Start adding that. Game changer, dude. It makes you feel just so invigorated. It's got some like menthol in it. It's beautiful. It is awesome. Yeah, you know what makes you feel invigorated though? A good, uh, a good old contract extension. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes you feel invigorated, man? Brian. By Reynolds. the way, in case you couldn't tell, we missed last week because of some science issues on my end. So timing it, and it's been rough for us. Yeah. But yes, Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds finally got his deal, dude. He secured yeah. the bag. It it, it is. It, it it is a finally, but it's also just crazy in general. Like, Send the dude back into a tailspin. <laughs> yeah, trigger warning. So, we're talking about a guy, right, who was constantly saying all winter, "Get me the fuck trade, out of Pittsburgh. Trade me, trade me, trade, trade me. me. I do not want to be here." And now he signs the biggest contract in Pirates history, and they are one of the last season uh, last i think, I think the there's four the oh there are the fourth so there's three left that have not left. hit 100 okay yeah so and i believe it's the a's right, a's white Sox, royals, and royals and the white Sox. yep and that's it i feel like there's another one i think that's it hmm i've actually corbin carroll recently the Marlins were spending big time in 2012, or whatever year that was. I'm trying to think of the low budget teams. Yeah. Um, um, the Rays gave Wander his extension. Yes, and he was so he was there first. Out. The Rockies went to Chris Bryant and Nolan. Yep. And Nolan, yep. And Nolan, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm just trying oh. to think of low budget teams. I think I think Angels that's it. Trout. Yeah. yeah, Tigers. You got about well, Miggy, Rendon, 
Pujols. Angels have done it with a bunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Uh, what about the Mariners? I was thinking Mariners and Orioles. The Mariners definitely have. Was Castillo like, over 100? Maybe. I think Castillo, maybe. I'll fact check it. Oh, J Rod. Duh. J Rod, too. So, yeah. So they, they've given him, given up money. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's crazy. Runners... I mean, just just in general, I, just on that on that subject, just crazy. Like, think about it. There are only three teams that we know of that have not paid a hundred million dollar contract, and then there are teams like like the Yankees who have given out multiple three hundred plus co- uh, contracts. You know, like right. the the difference is just absolutely insane. But yeah, Brian Reynolds. It, you know, and, and, we, and we talked about this too. Brian Reynolds wanted to get out, wanted to get out. And we said, you know, there are landing spots there. There are plenty of landing teams that can use a Brian Reynolds. Um, the Yankees being one, hence why it sent Mack into a tailspin. Um, yeah. But they locked down a key piece. It's a similar deal to what was offered in spring training. Yes. And Reynolds wanted the opt out, right? Yeah. There was a they asked for an opt out. There is no opt out in this deal, but there's a no trade clause. I think it's a limited. I think it's a sixteen list, right? Sixteen, yeah. And sixteen a, list uh, includes an option for twenty million, I believe. I believe it's more for seventh year, right? For that seventh year, which he'll be thirty, like, but he's my age. How many years is it again? I think it was six years. Six years. So seventh year. We have it up, right? Yeah, but I don't have the uh, years on it actually. Uh, so yeah. that <laughs> that's why that's why I had to ask you. So yeah, so he'll be what 33, 34? So something like that, yeah. It's it's a no brainer at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Taking that deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, listen, that and this only adds to oh it's, sorry it's eight years. Oh, is eight it? Year deal. Yes. So is it eight Harry's with Reynolds an option or seven with an option? From your post on our take a picture count, yes, eight years, one hundred six point seven five, with a club option for thirty one. So it takes him through his age thirty five season. Okay. It's also the first time that, since two thousand six the Pirates have given a no trade clause to a player. Yeah, so then he can be 36 for that last season if they pick yes. up that option, which they won't. I mean, we'll just we'll just be realistic here. Yeah. Listen, if he's the secret to success here, and we'll, we'll just jump right into it. I mean, first of all, Brian Reynolds is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But everything is going right for the Pirates this year, man. I mean, Derek Shelton's finally got it together, and the word is that he impressed Mets the Mets regime, some people thought that he should have had a job in 2019, I want to say it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he uh, interviewed with uh, the same as uh, Beltron. Oh, Beltron. And wasn't he, didn't he also interview for another job too where he, he impressed him? I think the White Sox job? Maybe? He interviewed for a handful. I don't remember 
what the teams were, but the, it was that it was twenty it was twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, 20, 2019 off season when yeah. they were like six teams without a manager, I believe. I'm pretty sure he interviewed yeah, he for very maybe even all of them, but yeah, he was a popular guy. And you know, kudos to the Pirates for not not sending him out after two three rough years. Yeah, you know, there, there's obviously a vision there. You know, you had mm-hmm. the young guys in O'Neill Cruz and Key Brian Hayes. Brian Reynolds, you had these guys. Jack Sawinski is looking like an all-star so far this year. Yeah. I mean, that dude came out. Yeah. I-, I was wondering who the hell he was last year. He's coming out of nowhere. And- hey, he he hit. He hit he like 20 hit. home runs last year. He, he hit like 130, but he hit like every single hit was basically a home run last year. It was pretty incredible, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, some Joey Gallo type shit. Yeah. Uh, but he's looking great but, this year. And he's playing. He's yeah, uh, that- He's been there every day center fielder, right? Left fielder, left fielder. Really? I've seen him in left a bunch. Yeah. I thought I thought Reynolds was in left now. Could have changed it, but you know I'm not, I'm not watching yeah, Reynolds that many Pirates been, games. Reynolds has been basically in left. I'll tell you right now who has. Yeah, I haven't watched that many Pirates games. Sure so that's gonna change yeah. though. Sawinski has been the uh, center fielder primarily, okay. and you know who the right fielder has been? Mac's favorite player okay. of all time. Andrew McCutcheon. No. No. Wait. What? Nick Swisher. Nick Swisher's not playing anymore. No. He loves him even more than Nick Swisher. Oh, Mickey, Mickey do? Nope. Connor Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that I'm the Beautiful. outfield right now is from left to right, Reynolds, Sawinski, yep. and Connor Joe. Yep. And this is a first-place team in Major League Baseball. That's how they have it on baseball reference anyway. So Don't you love baseball, they've man? Had, they've had it's the such most... a fucked-up sport. It is. I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate. I hate major league baseball. Should I say? I don't hate the sport itself. The sport itself is beautiful. Oh, fuck up, man. Poetry. Such a fucked up sport. It's poetry in motion, but yeah. But absolute mental abuse is also what it is. Uh, yeah, you can say that again. But anyway, pirates are are absolutely killing it. They are. First place in the NL Central, which and we'll talk about more about the NL Central a little bit later, but this is a division we thought they weren't going to compete in. We thought that this was another rebuilding year. The Pirates just whatever, sell the team. This is an embarrassment of a franchise. Yeah, we didn't think they were going to win 60 games, 68 games, whatever, whatever the line was. We were both hovering around that over-under line. I think we both had under 70. We did. Uh, originally, I did say over. Just was just want to just want to put that. It was a joke, but I did say over right. originally. Trying to get any points you can. I see how it is. Um, <laughs> but I was just yeah, this, this is the team you know. that that is definitely playing above expectations. Mm-hmm. And and it begs the question: Is is it first of all? It's May fifth. Yes. Is it too early to ask this? Maybe. But are they legit? Contender, free tender. What? I've never played this game this early in the season before, so I don't know what to think. Oh, we uh, played this game plenty <laughs> of times. Um, yeah, we're watching the Mets. <laughs> the answer is always pretender. <laughs> um, you know, it's it, 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 it's a good question. It's a it's a fascinating question too. It's obviously I mean, good innings out of Keller and Oviedo. I mean, their their whole staff, Dick Mountain. So I was, I was, I mean, he he's been pretty bad, but uh, he he is uh, 
out of all starters as last week anyway he was uh he had the worst fip in the mlb so oh really yeah but so you know it's it's hard to say it is you, you can't say yes or no just yet but from the way that they have been playing it's hard it's hard to say no right like they're pitching which we know their pitching has always had potential. Mitch Keller has great stuff. Oviedo right, has great stuff. We've been waiting um, for it. Oviedo, we knew from last year. Yeah, maybe they yeah. can let him go. Roancy uh, Contreras, another guy, has great stuff. Now, the bullpen has also been great. And, like, ben these are things. Lights out. Yeah. I mean, aside from the injury last year, he's been phenomenal since he has got brought up. Um, it's hard to say no. I I got I gotta go with contender right now. Anyway, they're looking great. I know they haven't been playing great teams, and they played a lot of bad teams. I well, get that. The Rays, I think they got swept. Yes, they did. But and we'll get into that in a little bit. But the Rays are sweeping everyone, so it doesn't really well. Yeah, I mean the Rays are at a, a they're on historic pace. Can you really? Yeah, you and know, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, yeah. Can can you take that into you know consideration? Really, I mean, even if they even if they mm-hmm. okay, okay. even if they did sweep them, will go prior to them sweeping them. Or you take out the race series if they played a three game series, they're twenty nine. They have the second best record in the National League right now. <laughs> Pirates, the Pirates. I mean, and, you know, we were talking about it a few weeks ago, and it it's like 2015, right? That's not, yeah. I mean, it's a while ago, and there's only one guy who has returned to the team that was from right. that he team. He didn't stay. He, he but, um, by the way. He got the fuck out of there real quick. The Pirates absolutely destroyed that deal. They have won that trade deal immaculately. Oh, the the McCutcheon, McCutcheon? yeah. To get him back, he was he was off to a torrid start. I don't know how he's been uh, over the past couple of weeks, but uh, yeah. I mean, right now, overall, they're hot, they're fun, they're not supposed to be good. So you, you're gonna root for them, right? Um, McCutcheon's until they play. Got a two forty seven, but he's got on base of three fifty. Okay. OPS plus of one twenty six, and right OPS of eight thirty five. We'll take that. Definitely yeah, take I, that. Out of a guy at, th- at age 36? Yep. Playing primarily DH, yeah. Oh, his birthday's late. Um, Yeah. yeah he's an October, October birthday. Yeah. So, I, I got to go with uh, Contender right now. They are looking great. They're fun. That home run celebration is phenomenal. I don't think I've seen it. What? With the sword? The only thing, the only... The only home run. Oh, wait, oh, the sword. Yeah, with the pirate sword. I, okay, I think I did see it. I, the only I know the big thing about home run celebrations has been the samurai. New Era made the Braves stop theirs. Wait, what? The you know how the Braves are celebrating home runs with the big hat. Yes. New Era literally told them stop that. Can't do that. They New Era cap told Major League Baseball to make them stop that because I guess it wasn't a New Era hat. Because it's probably in the contract. Yeah, they probably can't How wear. How is that? On like 
on the field and in the dugouts, they probably can't wear any hats that aren't New Era, that aren't team. Uh, team issued, yeah. Team issued, yeah. Despite the fact that it's a celebration, but yeah. Um, I mean, it it's it, because it is giving to a competitor. That that probably is really why. I don't blame them. I would do the same thing. Personally, it's just yeah. It's just if I if I was running um, the samurai, the angels. Yeah, I seen that. The Mariners Triton. Saw that. What are the Red Mariners Sox doing? Neck is phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, the Red Sox. I like the last time. Last time they did the. Uh, the They're the, still the doing the shot part. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't well, remember. Devers just hit a homer today. Remember that? Eleventh and one hundred fiftieth. The salt and pepper, yeah. Yeah, we'll call it that. What was? I think. Uh, I think one team has a football helmet. Yeah. Or some sort of construction helmet. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Have yeah. The, the the fishing jacket. Yes. I don't, yeah. I know the the Blue Jays have something. They used to have a jacket. The right? jacket? No, they still have it. They still have it. Yeah. Love yeah, the blazer. The Jays yeah. blazer. Yep. Yeah. Love that. So let me ask you: Do you think the Pirates, Pirates are yes. are a pretender, a contender, or a pretender? Again, like you said, it's tough to say no against them. By the way, for a team this good, their attendance is still dead last in the National League. Wait, say that again. For for a team as good as they are this year, their attendance is dead oh, yeah. last in the National I mean, League. That's not shocking. But um, I mean, you said it best. It's hard to say no against the, with these guys. You know, like yeah, yeah, they got sucked by the Rays. Then they have Toronto and Colorado coming come down. They're, they're home for those. I, I think the real answer to the question is going to be how they respond to the sweep from the Rays. Yeah. They took two or three from the Dodgers. Uh, you know, they, swept the, they swept the Rockies in Colorado. So they did split the series, the series already with St. Louis. So there's a lot that there's to unpack. Um, they claimed one, they got one win from Houston, so they, they've played decent teams, but they haven't been swept yet. I think coming out of the sweep is going to really see where this team is at mentally. Mm-hmm. How and strong they, they are. Actually, be a contender. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because yeah, I mean they're super they young. Lost, aside from McCutcheon, really, they scored a total of four runs in three games. Oh wait, no, hang on, sorry, I was wrong. I was looking at the. They've lost their last four because they lost the last one to Washington. Okay. Um, Washington's a pesky team, I gotta say. Dude, they're Man, the guy, dude, the amount of contact that they can make. Good luck. If you could they're if you could no strike way. if you could strike out fucking ten plus against them, you're doing something right. Cause and their pitching is either very on or very off. Well it's inconsistent as hell. I mean, that's pretty much exactly how to, how I would expect the nationals to be. All right, so yeah, so okay, so the scores of the sweep from the Pirates raised Thursday was three to two, so okay. kept it close. Wednesday was eight to one, okay, and Tuesday was four to one, okay. So yeah, a total of four combined runs. So really, scored. just just that game too was really the yeah the the offense, but we're also talking about the Rays. The Rays pitching is phenomenal, right? So so it'll be interesting to see how they back bounce back from that poor offensive production. 
against Toronto now they're playing, which again, Toronto's a slash. The, the, yeah. the AL East is a gauntlet of a division, and we've talked about that at length. Between mm-hmm. the AL East, the NL East, you know, the Eastern divisions are very tough this year. They're supposed to be. Um, and the AL East is the one keeping keeping it, you know, promise for that. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's hard to say they're, they're pretenders. I'm going to go contender right now. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me again next week because, again, after the well, sweep, you got to see how they come back. Well, for as long as the Pirates are in a playoff picture, we'll keep asking this question every week. Well, and I feel like you have to because, this is, as you said, the young team, they, they yeah. really haven't proven much at all. Exactly. Um, so I, I'm so, just going to look at the on, roster real quick. On the offensive side, who has really proven anything aside from Reynolds? I mean, I'm trying to see guys with playoff experience. I mean, obviously, obviously McCutcheon, but who's is anybody not a homegrown homegrown player? G. Montjoy, obviously, Carlos Santana, Dick Mountain, S- Dick Santana. Mountain. I mean, Oviedo. on the offensive side. Oh, okay. Let's see, Andujar, and, and, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like Hedges and have Connor Joe. Have, yeah, there you go, Connor Joe. The boy. Let's see, let's see if Swinsky is. I think he, I think he is. Swinsky was drafted by the Padres, actually. Well, but he made his debut with the Pirates. Yes. Yeah. So we'll go with that more so rather than just like okay, actual so de- actual debut was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has only played with the Pirates. That's a big league level. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. So G G Juan Bay. Yep. Which by the way, that's got a great head of hair. He does. Great head of hair. Who do you like better, him or Connor Joe? Who has the better head of hair? I'm sorry, but how can I pick against the guy whose last name is Bay? It's true. G1 Bay, baby. Exactly, man. Uh, yeah, again, the catcher, Jason. Jason DeLay. First of all, name. That was a great name. Yeah, they got some great names. This is an all-name squad right now. Bay, DeLay, Sawinski. Sawinski's a tough name, you know? Swinski. Yeah. Well, on the Jewish side, at least. But yeah, for the most part, it's... Uh, European. Yeah. For the most part, it's homegrown guys on the offensive end. But... Yeah. Like exactly. Said, we'll be so asking this question... We'll see what they're made for of. For the next two months, probably. I hope. I really hope. It's a, good, I, it's a great story. It, it is, and I really, you know... Pittsburgh is just such it's such a rich city sports man and it, it's really it's a, a shame city, yep. what the Pirates consistently do because um, the Penguins and the Steelers never back down they're never not trying you know it's like yeah, never, Mike Tomlin come on now it's it phenomenal draft it's 500 or, or over for <laughs> exactly so and like, the Penguins were in the playoffs for 16 years in a row exactly Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, con- consistent success and consistently always, always, always trying. They're never, they you never throw in the bucket, either of those two teams. Do you remember in 2015, the wild card game in Pittsburgh? Yeah. How people were talking about how loud that place was? Yeah. And, dude, also, it's one of the most, I'm, I've never been there, but it is one of, it's one of the beautiful, beautiful ballparks. Parts. Yeah. Dude, right on the water, the bridge right there in the background gorgeous like playing there in mlb the show 
is is like it's one of my favorite places to play. It's one of the so MLB the show 06. Yeah. Put it in the PlayStation 2. Sorry, the PS2 slim. Load it up, sit back, relax. What color was your slim? Diamondbacks, but I'm playing the PS2. Silver or black? I had both. Hmm. All right. I had both. Go on. Because the black one broke and I got the silver one. Um, but so I'll, yeah, I'm playing Mets Diamondbacks, and I'm not playing at Shed. I'm playing at PNC Park. That's that's a that's a ballpark I gotta hit. Yeah, and it's not that far from us. We we can we can make that trip. It's a hell of a trip. But... Yeah. Well, we'll see how Philly turns out this year. First, we're talking like nice five hour trip, but hey, Nick did it. Yeah. Yep, yep. What do you mean? Went out to, to Heinz Field. Oh, yeah? For what? For Luke Combs last weekend. Mm. When he was shotgunning beers with Kenny Pickett. It's, it's also not Heinz Field anymore, sadly. But No, it's it's Heinz Field. I don't care where it is. It's Heinz they Field. just brought back the ketchup bottle. True fact. Anyway. Let's move it on. Pirates. Yeah, anyway, so I'd say, I'd say oh, the Pirates are you hope they are at least. Oh. Um, let's, let's let's shift over to Tampa Bay because we can't talk about the good without talking about the historic. And the Rays are on a historic pace. Yeah. I mean, started what thirteen and zero. Yes, you got it wrong. Not all prophecies are I, not all prophets are one hundred percent. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. I did get it wrong. They the best part is it was they, the next day too. They it lost was, that I, night. I got the late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dropped the episode and they said, "No, nah, fuck you guys." Um, you guys can't be right. There's no way. No, after, right. after the Chris Davis thing, after 2019, you had to stop. <laughs> and they they got smoked too. Of course, the yeah. the, the Jays. If the, if there was a team that was actually going to do it, obviously it was the Jays. Um, I just thought it would be funny if the Reds did it. More so, but then, also been playing well. But by, by the way, not only was I wrong, I was morbidly wrong, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Lodolo got fucking lit up the first time he's gotten lit up this year. He got lit the fuck got up. Got lit up, and he he came nowhere close to the twelve strikeouts that I said. I think he had like four or five. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, the Rays have been phenomenal, and now they are just the second team since 1947 to win the first 26 games, or, or win 26 of their first 32 games. Uh, it's, it's absurd what they're doing. Yeah, dude. the other team, by the way, is the 1984 Tigers, who eventually went on to win it all, win the World Series. So. So here's my thing. They're doing this without their breakout pitcher, Jeffrey Springs. Yep. With a bullpen that no one's ever heard of half the half of them. Oh. Yeah. Which is the the Ray's way. Yeah, exactly. And with homegrown guys. Yeah. You and I have said this numerous times in the past that the right especially when it comes to revenue share. The Rays don't pocket the money; they reinvest it into the team. 
into the player development. This is why you do it. Yep. This is a perfect example of how a small market team should be run. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's incredible what they're doing. Incredible. Yeah. It. It's not even surprising. I mean, they've been such a powerhouse over the past few years that it's like right. It, it it's is kind of crazy. It's just crazy that people keep sleeping, like me included. I mean, I slept on them. I did not think that they were going to be this good, honestly. I, I honestly... Who did? Uh, like, and obviously, every team is going to hit their, you know, hit a cold streak. You know, unless you're the Dodgers last year. They were phenomenal through and through Red the entire hot. season. They won, yeah. what, 113, whatever? 111, I think. 111, yeah. 112 whatever it was, 110-plus games. Now, crazy that is to do, you only suffered through 50 losses. That's crazy, dude. Um, but Imagine minimal suffering. Couldn't be us. <laughs> yeah, couldn't imagine that. <laughs> Fuck, um, it's It is uh, it's phenomenal what the Rays are doing. It's great yeah. for the sport. It's great for Tampa Bay. It's great for the Rays. Um, I just, a big thing is I hope that by the time they do get in a new stadium, into that new stadium, that the team is still performing at this level. Yeah, and realistically, they're a young team. You know, Juan Franco is still 22 years old. Isaac Paredes, he came on to the 24. Josh Lowe, 25. Harold Ramirez, 28. Manny Margot, 28. Randy Rosarena, 28. You know, Bunch of these guys, yep. Luke Rayleigh, 20, 28, Taylor yeah. Walsh, 26. Now we're talking about what, four years in the future, right? Four or five years. These guys will be 30, 31, 33, right? Yeah. Well, Wander okay. will probably be hitting his peak. He's saying, yeah, he'll be 26, you know? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where they're in a good position now. And if these guys can play at even half this level, over the next four years, there will be fan support in that stadium. Yep. This team is too good and too exciting you hope. not to have that fan support. I mean, they've been great. With they the went... Buccaneers declining, with the Lightning declining, getting old, it's going to be – Tampa Bay is going to be a raised city. They got to. I mean, it's – It has to be. It's really crazy to me because it's not like, you know, it's not like Miami. It's not like that side of Florida where it's just parties right, it's and, the party and out day there. drinking. And, you know, it's a much more laxed – area inside a side and uh safer More low too. Key and, um so it's kind of surprising that they don't have a uh a great fan base down there honestly and you would think it's a yeah it's a baseball vibe it it is and it there's a lot of good baseball high schools down there like pete alonso's from down there you know yep. it's it's pretty miami crazy gets, miami gets all the credit and all the hype but tampa bay churns out players the tampa area mm-hmm I mean, Todd Bradley's legit, dude. He, he's 22 years old. He and Wander Franco are going to be the future of this franchise. Mm-hmm. It's it's really crazy because what they're doing now, I mean, even last time I checked, Kevin Kelly, a nobody reliever, was having a great start this year. And all right, so he's at a 3.71 ERA now. But oh, that could be just one bad outing. Though. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Over, over 17 innings. 
Mm-hmm. Seventeen innings, yeah. Um, but he's two and zero, and he's twenty five years old. Right. He's still he's still young for the for the pitching staff. He's still very young. Yeah. Uh, they have a rather older pitching staff. Their average age is twenty seven years old. In the grand scheme of things, that's pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's so, a, that's a good average age, really. Yeah, and it explains why they're doing what they're doing. I mean, this team is just so good, so exciting to watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now I'll bring this up, and I know how you feel about it, and I feel a similar way. But how do you not like a team when their shortstop slipping the ball to himself? I mean, granted, I know why we don't like it, but they didn't flip the ball to himself and throw a guy out. I mean, first of all, in baseball, a game where inches matter to get the guy by two strides still, it's impressive. Obviously, Wander Franco is a freak athlete and all this, great arm strength, whatever. It was a hard-hit ball. Brian Reynolds wasn't really uh, running full speed. Right. Now, By the way, I understand you and I don't like it. You you know, I'm just if I was the one that was hitting, I'm assuming Brian Reynolds was probably hitting lefty at the time. If I hit that, if I was looking at him, if I saw him do that, the second that he went up, I would have started fucking sprinting, dude. Just I'm in the dugout telling telling him high and tight, boys, high and tight. What are you What are you doing? I mean, you could think it's fun all you want. There's no talent that goes into that. It's no. What what's the fun in that? But the the optics of it make it seem like there's talent, which you know. And in today's day, where the attention span is that of a fucking squirrel, yeah. that's what you need. So the optics of it, great. For you and I, who who know how the game is played, not great. Um, I, and obviously everybody's different. You know, some people think that's cool, whatever. It's flashy. Some people like the flashiness. Some people don't. Whatever. I like flashy. I love flashy. At, at the, that ain't flashy. You can't. You no. cannot convince me that that's flash. Bro. That's fucking cocky. Is what it is. Wait, is it even cocky? I don't even know what it is. I can't even tell you what it is. I I can't define it it's under stupid, anything. Though, if it goes wrong, stupid. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's no potential positive outcome to it. Aside from, I can't wait till people are telling us, "I'll go home, boomers." Dude, I'm I'm born in the '90s. I ain't I no boomer. I can't I can't wait till, till this take gets clipped, and people are like, "Go home, boomer." I have a I have a good response to that. <laughs> but yeah, stupid play. Yeah. Um, regardless, at the end of the day, this Rays team is fun to watch. They're yep. good. They're getting contributions up and down the lineup. I mean, these, listen, a lot of these guys aren't hitting that that well. You know, it doesn't matter when it's 234, 223, just clutch 247. You hit doubles and you're bases. 325, 305, 320. Yep. Stealing bases. Yeah, right. Andy Diaz, come on, man. Running good bases, taking the extra base, getting phenomenal pitching. Zach Eflin today threw seven, I think, shutout innings. I mean, they let him get to the seventh. Seven shutout innings, and he had 10 strikeouts, I believe. We have him on fantasy. They let him pitch into the seventh? Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? I mean, even with the Phillies, he wasn't pitching into the seventh. And the, uh, yeah, seven shutout innings, only three hits, no walks. 
10 strikeouts. Got the W. So let me ask you this because we asked about the Pirates pretender or contender. Let me ask you this though. We're going to change something a little bit. Obviously, the Rays are legit. Obviously, this is not just a a phase, right? It's not a phase, mom. This is legit. This is a good team. Right. Right. And they've been a good team for years. They've shown that they will perpetually be a pain in the ass in the AL East and the American League in general. Is this the year that the no. Rays? I was going to say, push push the Astros off the top. No. So you think at the end of the day, it's just lead to lose? A hundred percent. It's not even close. Okay. The Astros, the Astros might have struggled so far. Call it a World Series hangover, whatever. The Astros are still the Astros. They are such a phenomenally built team. It is insane. We're talking about one of the best dynasties in the history of the sport. We're talking about a team who has also been without Jose Altuve. Right. They are the best. That's it. So so you're you're a firm believer of until they get knocked off officially, so on October, mm-hmm. they are the team to beat? 100%. The Astros are... Do you yes. think this race team can do it? it it's at... Uh, yeah. Right now, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, right um, now, they can beat anyone. Yeah. 1927 Yankees. Um, I mean, shit. Yeah, no, nah, they could. They could do it. Again, though, we're talking about a very long season. We're at, what, game 32? Average this is what I'm about seeing, about, about 32 for everyone. Yeah, 30, 32, 33, yeah. Yeah, low 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a, another 130 games to go, right? A lot of things can change. Injuries could happen. If not, if nothing bad happens to the Rays, it's very plausible that they could be the ones to knock down the Astros. Now the Astros, maybe they never get a track and get you know regain their tracking, but yeah, the Rays is the Rays. If there is a team, it's the Rays right now. So right now, the Rays are the biggest threat to the Astros dynasty. Uh, not the not the, to, not to, not to, the, the dynasty, throne, the but the for, for, the for, for this yeah. for this year, for this year, right? Yeah. Raises the biggest threat to the American League throw, and the yeah. NL and the NL East is the biggest threat to uh, <laughs> to to the Astros in the playoffs. Fucking kryptonite, bro! Yeah, it's insane. Can't wait for the Marlins to get there this year. Second place, baby. <laughs> They're in second place. They're only a game out of the wild card. Well. And let's let's just why don't we just go into the Mets and the NLE because you talk about the Marlins second place. We had the Marlins fourth place. You know they they're gonna cause problems, yeah, but yeah they they're not gonna do much. Obviously they're they're playing good baseball. Luis Arias, and we talked about this last time, yeah. is just hitting the shit out of the ball. It doesn't hurt that the Mets cannot get out of their own way. Oh, sorry, the the weather cannot. Can, can cannot you know help the Mets out in any way because the Mets had to play what back to back double headers back to back double headers yeah it's crazy with a, I mean with they had a day off 
squad. Right. Within within a, a ten game period where Max Scherzer suspended, you have minimal contributions from t- guys like Tyler McGill, David Peterson, Jose yep. Budo, who all guys are supposed to step up and mm-hmm. be the guy next man up. You know, mm-hmm. you you have these guys here for a reason. Peterson got sent back down. McGill struggled a little bit. Um, after the second time through the lineup, I think it's really when he struggles, or at the end of that second time through the lineup. After the fucking first time through the lineup. Fair. Uh, and, and again, without Scherzer, who was wrongfully suspended. Yep. David Cohn proved it. Yep. Just going to put that out there. You, on, at this on, point, you see in the video. On Sunday Night Baseball. Pretty embarrassing I for the league. Very. So now, that, now let me. Let me okay, no, I was just going to ask you something quick about that. Do you yeah. think that MLB specifically told that on? Um, because as we talked about, that umpire, only one, Phil Cuzzy and Dan Bellino, they're the only crew that have thrown out pitchers for sticky substances. Do you think that MLB told them to make an example out of him? A good enough pitcher, no. he's. If they could do it to Scherzer, they could do it to anyone. Right? Right. I feel like they did with Mad Bum already, though. Don't you think? Uh, I don't think Mad Bum is the same, like, level, though. I'd put Mad Bum. Oh, he's, not, like... he's not first ballot nearly unanimous, no doubt. No, no, no. But... but that that's what I'm saying. We're talking about we're talking about a guy who's a Hall of Famer. Right. Max Scherzer is is one thousand percent a Hall of Famer. Right. He is still. I mean, he had a a, a two twenty ERA last year. I mean, he, you know, he missed like ten starts, but still, he had a very very good ERA. He he still right. can pitch at a very high level. Hall of Famer, a guy who gets angry at everything. Perfect guy to go after, right? Like it wouldn't work against Clayton Kershaw. But it would work so against. You're on the conspiracy Scherzer. train, aren't you? No, nah, not nah, nah, conspiracy. It's just a just a question. I, it, it makes sense to. Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's? Hey, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll read. It's possible. It's possible. Think it's possible. Okay. It's possible. Yes. But All right. now go into what you were going to say. Well, uh, hang on. But that means okay. some other crew had to have reported back that Scherzer might be the guy to watch. No. No, I th- why not? Why can't MLB just come up with that? Okay, all right. The inner workings of the higher ups, man. There you go, the billionaires, man. The billionaires are going to get to everybody. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I government's corrupt. I, forgot, I completely forgot I was going to ask you. Actually, had to be something about the Mets. Actually, well, of course it is. You and I, you and I talk about the Mets all the time. I think we've run out of the questions other than what the fuck. <sighs> something about the Mets' <laughs> offense. Or the Yankees? Well, that's all. I see this stuff. That's all. Where the fuck? Where the? Where is it? The only uh, guys who are hitting are are Nemo and McNeil. And they're both in slumps right now. Uh, McNeil kind of broke out of it. He was he hit like four hundred last week. Nemo is in a slump. He also started the season hitting like what was it four twelve? Yeah. So yeah, through the first like twenty games. So I mean, that's forgivable. Um. Brett Beatty is hitting, actually. Um, yeah, they're, they're, Alvarez has been hitting now a little bit. Yeah, Alvarez over over his last uh, seven, I think eight. Seven, eight. Yeah, 
he's hitting like 325 um i mean it's it it the optimist in me this happens to every team Every you, team. Mean, you mean the optimist that, that's covered in ace bandages and every morning I wake up and I break my lens? Yes. That optimist has been battered <laughs> and bruised from day one of the Mets fan? Yes. The, the, okay, op- get that. the optimist get that. in me wants to say every team goes through this. Right. Is nothing new. Every team's going to struggle at some point. You can't win them all. Blah, blah, blah. Right, all the cliches. Now, the pessimist in me, or the realist. Hang on, hang on. I, I know the realist, and I, and I want I want to take from our text, okay? Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, I was watching, watching the game the, on Thursday. Uh, I was watching at least. Okay. Uh, and the post-game show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were watching. I, know you were I didn't, sadly. Nimmo, in his post-game presser, you know, oh. post game meeting with the lock with the media. Can you send me something? Yeah, go on, go yep. on. He cited the, the 2019 Nats and the recent Braves teams as teams that have turned it around to really slow starts, good teams, high expectations. And I said this to you, and I said, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> so I I know where your head's at. I know the realist. And again, this is not nothing against Brandon Nemo. This is just Mets fans who have experienced it all. Oh. Except for a World Series title, this is this is, this is coming from a place of pain and heartache, anger. Obviously, the the the, the customary LMFAO with like five O's. Then I got one text. Yeah, there's a difference, buddy. Next text. This is the Mets we're talking about. Next case. Best case scenario right now is 85 wins. Oh. <laughs> That's that's the realist of Billy right now. That, that is the realist. I mean, you can't look that bad. Over, they were phenomenal. They had one of the most the West Coast trip was phenomenal, successful road trips I had ever seen, and I believe it's their second most successful road trip that they had ever had. Uh, West Coast road trip, by the way. Sorry. Um, yes. And then to come back and flounder that horribly against the Nationals, who are supposed to be a bottom five team, generous. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Braves, okay. There were some issues with the Braves had our number with, with, except for Strider. Yeah, but they also had they they also had the rain. We had the rain. Um, okay. That was just a weird series. Yep. It was a horrible series. They, I mean, the first game got, and, got you know cut what? short. Peterson looked solid. Until the Olsen home run. Yeah. I mean, so during that home run. They pitched the rain, and then they shut down. I I walked into my uh, living room, and it's fucking pouring outside. I know. I was there. I know. I texted you. I was like, are you you still there? So. Dude, before you get this real quick, I was chilling in one of the the, the stores, the team stores, talking with a dude, watching the game on the TV. I'm like. You know, it's warm in here. I know how it's going to end. That is honestly... We saw the Matt Olsen home run, and I'm like, I'm done. That is, that is the most max thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> you standing in the team store talking to one of the employees while watching the game. Funny thing is, I, I, re- I remember the, the employee from last year. Dude, chill as hell. 
Yep. That is the most max thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so I walk into my living room and I see the runners on base. I see Matt Olson come up. I just said, I, I go to my mom. He's going to give up a fucking home run. He gives up a home run. My mom goes, no, it wasn't just a home run. It was a fucking it was a nuke. nuke. He hit that to the shade bridge. My yeah. mom goes, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I was just like, I, I called it. I mean, what, did you expect anything else in that situation right there? Game got cold early because of the rain. No less. Then, yeah, I know. Then got canceled on Saturday. Saturday. Sunday. Those were depressing and, days, dude. They're horrible. Just the weather, no baseball. No baseball. It was just horrible all around. And then they had a doubleheader Monday. The Yankees are no fun to watch either. Split, yeah. No, the Yankees have been. We can talk about that. We'll talk about it a little bit, but you guys. Okay. Yeah, the Braves. They point. split with the Braves, and the you know the the Mets have not lost a doubleheader. Got swept in the doubleheader since. What was it, you know September it? of eight of nineteen? No, no, of twenty twenty. September of twenty twenty to the Nationals and Max Scherzer actually pitched game two. I mean, until this week. Yep, and then of the four four games of doubleheader, they won one. They then get rained out again on Tuesday in Detroit, two different cities, and getting rained out within Mother Nature within forty eight hours. That bitch hates us. <laughs> and then they, yep, lost. They got swept by the Tigers, and now we're here. I mean, obviously, pitching isn't. It's not just pitching that's the issue. It's a big issue right now. Yeah. But the offense is ice cold. You know. Yeah. And thankfully we're not alone. We have Maca joining us in the suffering because the Yankees are abysmal as well. And it's with the Yankees, it's all that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. I mean the Yankees and Mets both with, with both these teams, it's all that can go wrong will go wrong. And so far. Yeah. Murphy's yeah. law. Yeah. But you know what that means? Like someone's we gotta get back up. Someone's coming back. Something's coming good. You gotta hope, right? But um, what's gonna say? Oh, you know what? You know, I think it's time for. I think it's time for a Mets therapy session soon. Hmm. We haven't put one out in a while. We'll, I think we need one. We'll we'll see how the next week goes. If the next week is bad and it and it's kind of light on news, we'll go sh- next week. We'll just go straight Mets therapy. Uh, yeah, I think good? we need one coming. I, I think one's gonna be soon. We're that sound good. One just with X. But we'll we'll, X. Yeah, we'll, we'll see over the next couple weeks. Maybe they'll rebound. Maybe they'll go on a maybe they'll go on a twenty game winning streak. All right. So here's the thing with the Mets schedule: three in Col- three against Colorado, mm-hmm. three in Cincy, and four Sweep. in Washington. Sweep. Okay. For the for the other team, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. that's Sorry, ten games right there. So they're going to get swept for the next ten. Okay. okay. Followed by three at home against Tampa. Okay. Three Another sweep. Thirteen. Sixteen. Three uh, off day, off day. Wait, whoa, that's three. our next off day. No, our, our off day. We have an off day on the eighth and the twenty second. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're at sixteen. Three at Wrigley. Okay. Because the Cubs are pesky this year too. They are, and they just called up the top pro- uh, top prospect Matt Mervis. Mervis, yeah, yeah, dude, dude can mash, bro. I think he hit yeah, 30 they, home runs in the minors last year, something like that. I think so. He was on Team Israel. Yeah, 
He's a big dude. He can mash. Yep. Um, and then three in Colorado. That those will actually win. That's the next game they'll win. <laughs> they always win in Colorado. Then they'll finish the month at home against Philly, and then Toronto to start June. Loss and loss. Okay, so <laughs> so they'll go three. The state of a match looking so great for Billy. They'll they'll go seventy two and eight and ninety. Three and that would be twenty five. So they'll go three and twenty five over those series. June out here. Hell yeah, baby. Oh man, but you know, I guess that, thankfully we're not the only ones struggling. The Yankees are yes. having abysmal, abysmal start to the year. Which is yeah. weird because they're also, you know, two games. They're also over five hundred, but they're last place. Yes. Well, they were five hundred. They won their last uh, just a couple of days ago. So they won their last two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's. Let me, let me pull up some some stats from the Yankees here. Um, I can stay one off off the top of my head. Their payroll is two hundred and seventy nine million dollars. Second in baseball. What's the active? Their payroll? active payroll is one hundred twenty nine million dollars. <throat> so more than half of the Ross of the payroll is injured. So, man, so the Yankees are twenty fifth in the league really batting rough. average two twenty eight. They're not hitting the ball. Nope. And home it's home runs are bust. They're tenth in the league in home runs to thirty nine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so most teams are kind of built now. Yeah. Uh, let's go with OPS, right? Yep. The Mets are at 17. The Yankees are at 23. Uh, let's see what else we got. In terms of strikeouts, the Yankees are 19. Against? 27. Against? Uh, against, against it. Okay. So the Mets have struck yeah, out a Mets lot. Have struck out a lot. Oh, they don't. No. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure which way that it went. Yeah. Yeah. So the Giants struck struck out the most at 317 times already. Oof. Dude, that's almost that's almost 10 strikeouts a game. Yeah. How? Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. How do you pull that off? That's a lot of strikeouts, dude. The, Yankees have the sixth best ERA though in baseball. Yes. At 353. Led so by all uh, the offense in the Bronx, by a superstar resurgence of Garrett Cole. Not saying oh, a resurgence, him. but a superstar resurgence because everyone's been sleeping on him for the past couple of years because he hasn't been Astro type dominant. He yes. is Astro type dominant and has looked extremely confident. He he looks like he's got his he's got he's got that he's got that swagger back in him. You know. Right. By the way, you want see. you want to talk about ten strikeouts a game? Chicago White Sox oh, pitchers have struck out 323 guys this year. <laughs> that's actually yeah, he's coming third at 304. That's that's 10.1. That's insane. That's 10.1 strikeouts per game. Insane. That's crazy. And Michael Kopek has been fucking dog shit. So, and the Twins are second at 315. Dylan Cease's uh, K per nine must be like 20. Jeez. Yankees are second in batting average against at 216. So again, the Yankees will lose these games who nothing. Yeah. Pitching knows their job. Nope. The offense is doing absolutely nothing. 
And it, yep. it's kill first of all, it's gonna kill Matthew. I'm I'm telling you it's gonna kill him. That's that's yeah, that's the story right now for them. It's uh I don't think I've ever seen this kid more depressed about the Yankees <laughs> than I have this year. It is I'll tell you exactly what it is. It is the it's the twenty fifteen match. That's literally what they're playing. Like the dude, dude, no, you can't do this to him. I told you you can't do this to him. Relax. The phenomenal pitching, phenomenal, amazing, top tier pitching, and that offense cannot score to save your life. Look, dude, look at Jacob Degrom. The dude has like thirty wins through his career. He's been around for ten years. Come on, this is his tenth season in the league, man. Keep in mind, the Mets and the Yankees are, are the top two in payroll. Combined $630 million in contract, and they have a 33-31 record combined. Thank you for that stat, Billy. I was going to say, thank, thank you for that stat. I felt my phone vibrate. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, it's a good stat, right? Yeah. This is why I'm worried about that. And the Yankees are doing this, though. This is the exact text. Also, hold on. Before you, get into, before you get into that, yeah, it's different because uh, we as Mets fans expect this. We we expect this. We ex- right. you know we're 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 ready. We're ready for that seventy win season. Like, man. dude, we have the memes ready. We have SpongeBob <laughs> digital bleach wearing a Mets we, hat. We got all these we Tony the Soprano memes. We got oh, yeah dude, yeah. <laughs> so Kermit Kermit's got a got a Mets hat up <laughs> off the building. We're ready. We know what it's like. There's, there's we expect misery. Exactly. We know it. Now, the Yankees, we're talking about a team that goes to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs every year besides two years over the past decade. Or maybe three. That's insane. Yeah, since 2000, they, they've been in the playoffs like, what, 20 out of 23 years? Something like that. I, I, they, so they, they, don't, yeah. they don't miss the playoffs. So right. this, is, this is a little bit more unprecedented for the Yankees. And also the Yankees' so, so here- first half last year, they were the best team in baseball. Right, and they were mid as all hell, second half. So this is you're getting second yeah. half Yankees. So here, here's here's the two texts from Maca, which which now when when I read this and I've it's well documented my hatred for Yankee fans. They yes. are some of the most obnoxious human beings on planet Earth. But Maca is one of the most rational Yankee fans we know. It's true. Just keep that in mind when I read these texts. These next two weeks are going to be the most miserable Yankee baseball experience of my life, and I'm just mentally preparing for it. This is followed by a picture of SpongeBob drinking bleach wearing a Yankee hat. Then you said with the seventh pick of the draft, the Mets selects. Yes, the seventh overall pick. Right, because, you know, you and I, we, we got jokes about that stuff. Maca, oh. I'll meet you guys in the depth of depression next week when the Yankees <laughs> lose two or three to Oakland because they can't score more than three runs. And that's coming off the three games from the Rays. Then after playing Tampa and Toronto eight times. Yeah. One of the most rational Yankee fans I know is spiraling out of control. The Yankees offense can't do shit. Mac is thrown in the towel. And and you know what? We have no idea where the fuck Carlos Rodon is. Yeah. I mean, that's got Verlander back. Yes. Beth got Verlander back, and he pitched, he pitched well uh, in his debut. A lot of the two early home runs settled in. Only five strikeouts, but again, settled in. He's 40 years old. They're not going to try and push it too hard. Yeah. 
That's a huge get back for the Mets because Verlander is desperately needed because the, these arms are tired. But where the fuck is Carlos Rodon, dude? Dude, couldn't talk. 160 million because he sleeps wrong? Uh, that must be it because what is going on? We, we, we gave him the pass the back strain with. We gave him the pass after the after you know his wife had the kid. Gave him the hospital can't can't really sleep well in the hospital. Fine. Gave him that pass. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Dude, what is this guy's back I'm made back. of? Is it made what? of like is yeah. it is made of fiberglass? What is this? Here's the thing though. Yeah. And this was the issue with Rodon two years ago when the Giants signed him to a good deal. Yeah. Was his injury history? No. Yeah. This is the one thing that I think Yankee fans completely forgot about is Carlos Rodon has an injury history. Yes, a very he fast. He put together a good three stretch, three year stretch, as good as anyone. He 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 was hurt a little bit in 2021 though. He was. He didn't qualify he, for he, the ERA title. But it wasn't significant enough to where it impacted his pitching like that. No, that's true. Yeah, he just missed time. Right. So he put together three years of quality starts and pitching to earn himself a good contract. Yeah. So we've kind of forgotten that Carlos Hernan's injury history is not exactly what six years, hundred sixty million dollars. Yeah, something like that. You, you know, I mean, it's it's a brutal. History. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Mm-hmm. See what we got here. Oh, cool. This, I, I type in Carlos Rodon injury history on Google, and the second article is Carlos Rodon isn't the injury history you think it is. Isn't the injury risk you think it is? When's that? Okay. When's that from? December. Yeah, look at that. Here we go. 2018. Okay. Recovery from left shoulder surgery. Yep. Twice. 2019, May, elbow. Mm-hmm. March 2020, elbow. In August 2020, left shoulder. Illness in, in 21, fine. August 21, shoulder. Yep. September 22, hand. October 22, illness. March of 23, forearm. Didn't now back. Didn't he have Tommy John at some point? And he had Tommy John, I think, back in 17, I think. I think so. Let me see. No, I don't remember when it was, but he definitely so had two Tommy days John. Ago, New York Post. New York Post, two days ago. Yeah. Carlos Rodon is nowhere near making his Yankees debut. That's just phenomenal news. Like, where, where is he? I mean. Killing me 12 starts in 2017. You know, where where is this guy? Ridiculous, honestly. People also ask, what happened to Carlos Rodon? Oh, he slept weird. There's your answer. That's that's really the only it's, answer. It was a forearm strain during spring training. Yes. Yep. That they, they shut him down this for, is, this is, what, a week? And now, now the guy hasn't been, he's been missing... Like, like me. <laughs> Sorry, Rodon, Rodon had uh, Tommy John in 2019, I believe. Okay. Wait, who was it that, that uh, 
Mac has said next thing we're going to hear is that he's dead. Who was that about? I think I I saw those tweets. But that had me um, laughing so hard. To 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 use a phrase that's popular among uh, basic bitches, it's giving Jacob Degrom twenty twenty one vibes, <laughs> or something <laughs> happened, but you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, Did you find it, it. Yeah, so so you you sent the tweet. Boone said Cort- Cortez Nestor Cortez has struck, struck yeah, and is being put back to, to start versus Oakland. You said, LOL. Maka said, yeah, okay. I said, LMFAO. They come up with anything and everything. Then Maka goes, next week, quote, Nestor Cortez has passed away from, from medical complications. Dude, I was, I was crying. When I read this, they followed up by Brian a tweet. Brian Cash will speak to me later. Quote, we're injured. Summed up that press conference. Dude. Listen, when Matt comes us through it, it is phenomenal. But yeah, this is realistically the state of the Yankees. It really is. And Cortez passed away. I feel like we have to hit the panic button just for Matt and Sanity. Yeah. Let's 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 bring it back here real quick. No, the, are you the, hitting the panic button if you're the Yankees? Yes, one hundred percent. This they're putting out an awful lineup every day. Their pitching has been great, but how long can they be great? You know, can can they be consistently great? I would rely on on Garrett Cole. <laughs> doesn't pass away, it'll be fun. But, so that's the thing. Can they all stay healthy too? I mean, clearly right. there's. I mean, Domingo had issues right early on. Yeah, since dude, since, heavy. since 2019, the Yankees have been con- pretty consistently injured. I don't know what has happened, but they have just been hurt. I mean, Aaron Judge, luckily, luckily enough, last year Aaron he Ramirez was healthy. Yeah, right. He's their secret fucking trainer. Luckily enough for them, Aaron Judge was healthy pretty much all of last year, right? Yes, and luckily for baseball too. <laughs> yeah, but. Now he's hurt. You know, this year he's hurt. You know, we always talked about well, Aaron he wanted Judge. to avoid a DL stint. He said it only, no, no, it only hurts when he throws. Yes. No, so, I get it. So and then but, mm-hmm. yeah. Good. No, no, I'm just gonna say, you know, he's a guy that we would always talk about that has an injury history and he's injury prone. And you know, he proved us wrong last year everybody right. really but now he's hurt again and sure you know be precautionary i like it very good you don't need him right now i mean you do need him right now but you don't need him right now it's not it's not an extremely intricate time but oh wait i have injury history from Rodon back to 2016 you know when when did he get drafted uh 14 came up with it, uh debuted in 15 okay Sprained his wrist in 16, biceps bursitis in 17, shoulder yeah, inflammation yeah, yeah. when he returned in 17 that bled into the 2018 season, according to this article. So, and then Tommy besides, ended his 2019 season after just seven starts. So, besides last year, has he ever been healthy? Doesn't seem that way. And last year, did he even have a full season? 
or is he hurt at all? He made 31 starts. 31, yeah, which is the career high. Previous yeah. high was 2016 when he had 28. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he, now the Yankees pitching, we talked about it. The Yankees pitching has been phenomenal. So, like, he's not even really a, you know, big piece missing. It's just a, where the fuck is he? Um, is he alive? Could we at least get some footage of him breathing? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. The, the return on the desk want that. Yeah. Like, Yankees are like, we didn't do anything on the bat on the offensive side. No shit. We sent put all this money into Carlos Rodon, and the guy, we already know he's alive. Like, maybe, maybe he did die. And the Yankees are in the process of cloning him. And it takes a little time to clone. Yeah. All right, all right, I see you. I, I'll, out here. The the one thing that I do got to say is the Yankees are blessed to have Aaron Hicks. That's all I got to say. That's my, that's my well, problem. And, and you can mention Aaron Hicks, but let's talk about a guy who's following in Aaron Hicks' footsteps. As one of the quickest guys to come back from Tommy John surgery. Yes. Bryce Harper, who's back in the lineup this week. His former teammate did too. Who? Didi. Didi's for sure, I believe. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, yes. 161 days. Returns. 161 days since he had Tommy John. Yep. Uh, I meant to watch the game. I, I didn't watch it. I, I watched his uh, first at bat. I was doing work, but I watched his first at bat. Yeah, I think I was watching binge while watching Dave on Hulu. That's a little oh, yeah. show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I watched the first season. Yeah, I just finished season one last night. Kind of mid. But I, I got to see season two. Anyway, Harper's back. The Phillies desperately needed that. Let's be real. And we talked about last time, that's a big bat that they're getting. It's essentially an all-star they're traded for at the deadline kind of deal. Where they're getting him back early, though, and you know what he can be. You give him time to ramp up by by mid May, he could be hitting ten dingers already. You know. Yep. I mean, he's a guy that if he's in your lineup, it lengthens the lineup, it deepens your offense. And is he going to be DHing exclusively? Or is he going to be playing some first base? They're going to give him the all clear to play first base. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, if I remember correctly, I saw a picture of him having the, the full elbow brace. Yeah. So I don't think he really throw with that. <laughs> How do you hit with that? I have no idea. He's superhuman. What if you get a, what if you get hit on the elbow though? Yeah, I don't know. I Sounds really don't know the, the specifics of it. I, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little interested on it. Like I just don't want to see a guy get hit. I'm curious if he does get hit. How does that go? Yeah. Right. Um, so Harper great, comes back. Great for baseball. Right. When Harper is back, it's great for baseball, especially since Judge is hurt now on the IL. Baseball needs something to pivot to. Acuna's having a great year, but he just he, left the game again Thursday. Yeah, I mean, he, he got knocked Foul out. Off his knee. Yeah, he got he got hit on the shoulder uh, versus the Mets. Now he fouled the ball off his knee. Something about Lone Depot Park and him, dude. It, Lone Depot dude, Park this him in the center hates of the him. Dude. It's the curse of the cinnamon toast crunch. Those motherfuckers hate him. 
they their spirits because they're the funniest part of that whole thing because they're not on the wall anymore their nope. sp- their spirits are roaming around waiting for him to come back just to fuck him can up you, can you imagine the free the amount of free advertising that that cinnamon toast crunch got off that injury dude i love cinnamon toast crunch best that, that, dude that ad deal paid for itself do you think it's the best cereal Shouts. it's top three what what are the other two i'm a big lucky charms guy lucky charms isn't it okay solid choice big lucky charms guy and you know growing up I was a huge apple jacks fan apple jacks it's another good one mm-hmm. I, I i personally think cinnamon toast crunch is better than both i i didn't say where in the top three i'm just saying but but, but here's the thing lucky charms you you can just grab and snack on those I, I yeah I know I do it all the time. You can't do that with many other cereals. You can Same only do it with. You can. Hey, but the, it's. I do it. You get sticky. I'm a psycho then. I don't. I don't, I don't like not, that. I don't like not that. Not if you put it in a cup and just go like that. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. No. Nah. We're we're moving on from this yeah. topic. <laughs> Any other injuries? Anyway, the spirits of the cinnamon toast crunch fought Ronald Acuna Jr. Who's having a great year, by the way. Yes, he's, I would say he's leading the NL in MVP right now. Yeah, yeah. Him or Bogarts. Yeah. Or Arias, yeah. you want to go with a fucking 400 hitter. Yeah, I, I, I think that Acuna has the uh, edge right now. The edge, yeah. But, uh, yep. I mean, we're also one month in, so 32 right, exactly. games. again. Is it is it too early? Is the is, is the question of the day? It seems like uh, very much so. He's made a glass. Yeah, thanks. Him or who, who would you rather uh, take take health advice from? Him or Rodon? Uh, or Fernando Tatis Jr. Man, that's tough. They all get hurt so much. I I would I'll I'll lean Acuna. I feel like he probably has the the smallest injury history yes. and definitely the most, the least reckless, normal. should I say? Most normal. <laughs> normal one? Yeah. Um, I mean, More wear and tear than anything. Rodon's not reckless. He just sleeps in hospital beds, apparently. And Tatis. Coffins, for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this then. This uh, went off the rails. Oh, God. <laughs> Tatis uh, likes to ride motorcycles, drive straight into trees. So, by the way, let's talk about that real quick. Cause oh, we, I don't think we mentioned it because we didn't do an episode last. Oh, we didn't. Last yeah. week, Tatis, uh, Tatis came back, and oh, we talked about it two weeks ago. But did we talk about him dancing in the outfield to cheaters? The no, cheaters? we did not. That's right. I mean, what is that? He was doing some sort of Fortnite dance in the outfield, trying trying to make any cheater at him, trying to make light of it and try to like. Oh, I don't care. You're acknowledging them. You care, um, right? Because there's no other reason to be dancing in the outfield. Otherwise, if if well, if he turned back. Anyone them? What? After he was done dancing, he turned around at the end of the he inning waved, and he waved. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. The only yeah. if you tell anyone that you're just dancing in the middle of the game in the outfield, you should get no. benched. You get your mind's not on the game. No, I mean he's he's clearly focusing on them, and yeah, you you could try. Has to be one of the most immature players in baseball right now. And 
Ben Verlander absolutely fucking loved that shit, dude. He what does he know? It. He's gargling Shohei's cup. Well, that's what I want to say. What do you think he's got two hands for? One for Shohei, one for Fernando. Boom, boom. That dude, he he is double fisting. He's he's Edward Forty Coxon. Those fucking those dicks, dude. He will duct tape his hands right around their dicks, and he would love it. He would love every second of it on his knees, ready for them. Jesus. I love how we're just completely counting out Ben Verlander as a potential future guest on the show. Fuck <laughs> Ben Verlander, dude. <laughs> Justin, I love you. Come join. <laughs> would lo- yeah, would love to have Justin Verlander. <laughs> would love that. Because, you know, and honestly, just the, the, the top conversation about pitching for that would yes. be phenomenal. That would be don't, that would be don't a, get me a, started. A, I've fucking yeah. idolized pitching JV with Justin Verlander. Yep. You know, you know why I learned my pickoff moves? JV. Verlander. Yep. yep. I used to study him yeah. on YouTube. Old ass YouTube. Ten minute conversation about pitching. Oh, dude, I could I could, have, I could have a twenty hour conversation with him about pitching. Now, also, you could get Ben Ben Verlander's sister in law for the cut. Ben Verlander's sister-in-law? Oh, yes. yes. Brain, brain fart there. Yes, Kate Upton. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we're getting a little late. But uh, We've been rolling for an hour 20, so. That would be, that'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. I feel like she'd be a great conversation. Yeah. So. Baseball uh, wife, supermodel, lots there. One last big injury that we need to touch on. And. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Make former it its Cy own winner. segment. Former Cy Young. Done for the year. Robbie Ray. TJ for the Ray. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Is this addition by subtraction? A lot of people are saying that they're not they're not too mad about this because I mean obviously they're not happy, but you know, Robbie Ray really hasn't done much since he came over. I mean, he didn't have a bad year last year, did he? Was I didn't think bad? so either. Let's see. All right. I mean, he was garbage this year, but he his flexor tendon was torn in half. So right, he, he so last year he went twelve and twelve three seven one. Yeah, I mean that's a serviceable two hundred twelve strikeouts, uh, one hundred eighty nine innings. Yeah, he was league average. I mean, right, dude, ERA plus a one on one. Let's be real. Robbie Ray had one good year. He's a big strikeout guy. Let's see, his strikeout numbers were down this year, dude. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. Oh God! And the fucking walk numbers, thirteen point five per nine this year. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yikes! Dude. He only had one start. Oh yeah, three three. He went three and a third. Oh, so he gave a five walks. The dude, that's still. I mean, clearly he was hurt. This is clear yeah, as day. Out of the nineteen guys he faced, yeah. This is clear as day to me that he was hurt. The, this this stat line right here from from one yep. game, yeah, clear as day that he was hurt. But I mean, uh, not addition by subtraction. You're talking about a uh, an established pitcher, a former Cy Young, a guy who can do it. We've seen yeah. him do it. Um, he's a big strikeout guy. You know, based on. What he had done in that one start, yeah, it's definitely an addition by subtraction. Right, right. Um, he should just be thankful that he's not on the Yankees, otherwise he'd be in a fucking casket and six feet under right now. 
Um, well, he's not. He's not the Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Oh, as I said, he's got to thank God that he's not on the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I in in a way, yes, and in a way, no. It's a yes and no. Addition by subtraction. It's it's tough too because you know it's a five year, hundred fifteen million dollar deal. Expecting a guy to really anchor your your rotation when you have these young guys, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, yep. coming yep. up, showing the ropes, and you're gonna have Tommy John. It's it's a blow. Yep. It is a blow. Definitely. Um, luckily for the Mariners, George Kirby and Logan Gilbert are both very good pitchers who can navigate this. Yep. Having rough starts. George Kirby's having a good start, actually. But you know, the Mariners Test- as a whole are Castillo a has been one of the top five right pitchers down, in the MLB. And then they called up to replace Robbie Ray. What was his name? I know his last name was Miller. Was his last name Bryce? I mean, first name Bryce? Something like that. Uh, Ray, Braden, Bryce, something like that, dude. What the fuck I'll was find his name? Hang on. Uh, but yeah, he was, uh, yeah, Bryce Miller. I was right. Bryce Miller, yep. 24 years old. Yep. Made his debut. Phenomenal. He was phenomenal. I mean, he, he matched um, Mason Miller of the A's, who went seven shut, uh, seven no hit innings. Was it a Miller Miller game? It was a Miller Miller. Love that. Love yep. that. And they both were dynamite. The A's had scored first of all. But he struck out. Can like we talk about Mason, how good Mason Miller is? That kid's legit. Yep. Mac, Mac made a great call on that one. Do you remember what he said in that text? Or, were you, or did you not read not. that? He, I he probably said, missed that one. He said the next, the next Spencer Strider or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe that was what the tweet tweet was that he sent, but but we'll never face face the Mets. We already faced them. Goodbye. And I'm saying just ever in general, Spencer Schreider gets owned by the Mets. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because he's a pussy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, right now you're looking at it. The rotation without Robbie Ray is Castillo, Gilbert, Kirby, Gonzalez, and Flex. Yeah. Yep. Now Chris Flex and fucking hell, man. Shocker. He's turned into New York Mets Chris Flux in 8.10 ERA six, in six games, four starts. Oh, wow. So 23 and a third innings. So they replaced Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray with Robbie Ray. I mean, <laughs> that's the same yeah. ERA. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Miller's probably going to be the guy. I mean, I mean, yeah, debut, you know. I mean, Flexen was decent yeah. in the bullpen, wasn't he not? You know year? who else was really good, though? Yeah, you know who else was really good? Cool. Is on the eye out. That kid, Easton McGee. Easton McGee, what a name! Sounds fake. It's a, it's a great baseball name. That is an MLB the Show auto generated name. But his in his one start, he went six and two thirds through one hit, one hit baseball. Two strike, two only two strikeouts, a walk. But oh. absolutely, shut it down. Yeah. Who was it against? Who was it against? If I could find that. I didn't. I, can't find I don't it. remember. It was it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, again, a former Ray's arm, mm-hmm. former Tampa Bay Ray arm. Of course, you know he's going to be legit. So you see what happens there. Yeah. That anyway, all things aside, there is it's 
when push comes to shove, Robbie Ray is a big boss. You know, th- there's no doubt about that. Just from the having the depth to go to an established starter, you know, a Cy Young winner. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was against Toronto, by the way. Against Toronto. The East oh, finished. wow. Lost That's impressive. Up. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the depth that, that it, it takes away from, you know, you're losing a Cy Young when you're losing an established veteran. Yeah. You're relying on uh, young guys may not mm-hmm. have been ready. That's, that, you know, yeah. may not be able to step in long-term, may not be fully stretched out. You never know. And for a, a Mariners team that's looking to build on the postseason appearance in last year, the first time in 21 years, it's a big blow. Yeah. And they're they're not off to a great start. So no, they're struggling. Yeah, they're under five hundred. I believe. Yep. Fourteen and sixteen. Yep. How is uh back of the Texas Rangers? Let's see how how their offense has been. Yikes. Yeah. Jared Kelnick has been their best offensive player. Look at that. Pain. The or only one pain. Yeah. Their their only starter who's hitting their next best average is two thirty seven from Eugenio Suarez. So that's that's a normal average for him. So he's he's on. He's on point right now. <laughs> but dude, J Rod, two thirty one. Or we could we could move over to OPS plus. Jared Kalanick is one seventy two. The next best OPS plus is Cal Raleigh at one twenty one. After that, JP Crawford at one oh four, then J Rod at one oh three, Ty France ninety three, and then it goes all the way down to thirty one for Colton Wong. I mean, yikes. They have two good hitters right. in their lineup right now. Two good hitters. That's brutal. Now, the potential for J-Rod and Tay Oscar and Ty France. Through the roof, and, yeah. And even Eugenio Suarez and J- and AJ Pollock, you know, you expect you expect them to be at least a, above average. They are not. Yeah. I mean, crazy, man. I pray, mean, pray for the M's, pray for PTP. Have a, have a praying for St. Louis Cardinals fans, man. Definitely, definitely got to pray for the this St. Louis Cardinals. This team is going through it. As, as the lower third says, St. Louis, what Capital is Capital. going on, man? Is it? I don't no, know. it ain't. Maybe. No way. But yeah, back to back ninety plus win seasons. I mean, if you want to factor in twenty nineteen, it's three straight winning seasons, uh, three straight ninety one seasons. Yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah, we lost the wild card game in twenty twenty, but twenty twenty is a wash. Um, you know, winning. I mean, Jesus, they 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 won the division in twenty nineteen, won the division last year, second in twenty one, lost to the Phillies in the wild card. Tough look, whatever. New Orleans is the new is is the murder capital uh, of America. Jamaica is the murder capital of the world. Interesting. Yep. 
um, 88 wins in 2018, you know, 83 in 2017, yeah, like 2015, 100 wins. This is a team with a history of sustained success. The last time they had under 85 wins, uh, that's 2017. So under 80 wins, sorry. Yeah. You have to go all the way back to 2007. When they had 78. Yep. This is a franchise with a history of success. Before that, it was yep. 1999. For as long as we've been baseball fans, the St. Louis Cardinals have been a gold standard. Yeah. I do. I, they, they always make, the, like, pretty much always make the playoffs. Yeah, there's a three-year stretch from 16, and 16, 17, 18, where they weren't in the playoffs, but they still had 86, 83, 88 wins. Above, above 500. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so this is this is the gold standard. They have won ten games so far. Yep. What what is going on over there? Ten, they they are they're ten games under the Pirates now. Then, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I know the whole debacle I mean, with uh, with the Tyler O'Neill thing. Uh, that was yeah, that's so, got to so, okay. Let's, let's go back gotta to be, that. What happened? Oh God, that was three weeks ago now. Um, All I know is my manager of the year pick. Shot. <laughs> it's all right. Shot. My my NL MVP pick is shot. So it was my manager of the year. Goldie. Pick. I, I had Francisco Lindor. Oh. Uh, uh, so. Ah, man, did he not run hard? I don't remember what it was. Something happened with Tyler O'Neill, and. The next game, Marmol was going to bench him. But he had plan. He planning on benching him. Didn't tell him. Told the media first. That's how Tyler O'Neill then found out. Essentially, and that's, that's one of the key players too. They were supposed to be. Yeah, I'd say so. He was opening day center fielder. You know, um, mm-hmm. they sent down Jordan Walker for whatever reason. Um, yeah, that pissed me off. They have. I I need I need to run to their baseball reference page because I need to see how their team is doing as a whole. So I knew that they're you know we knew should I say that their pitching was not going to be the powerhouse you know it was going to be the offense that led them. But can, can you bring up the uh, the team uh, the team statistics uh, and rankings yeah. and uh, just read off a few. Of like their OPS and their average, oh, and where, runs. They, where they were, like yeah, where, yeah, 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 exactly. <clears throat> because, dude, I mean, we're talking about a team who did very well last year. They won ninety three games. They had the MVP. They had the MVP. They had two top three MVPs. They had the MVP and then the third place MVP. All right, so we're looking at what that uh, hitting statistics or pitching. Yeah, give me, give me, give me top ten average. Are they? Then now that's interesting. Fifty-seven. So how are they losing these games? No home runs. Nolan Gorman's the only one with that. With eleven in on base percentage of three twenty-eight. Yeah. OPS, they are thirteenth at seven thirty-eight. They ain't hitting home runs. They ain't stealing bases. Nope. And in today's game, you have to do that. You have to do one of them. I mean, I expect this team to steal a lot of bases. Tommy Edmond. They struck out 265 times. They're 18th in the league. Yeah. Let's see. 
They've only been caught stealing five times. Yeah. Let's go over to pitching real quick. Let's see, let's see what the ERA says here. Yeah, show me that. They're uh-huh. 21st in the ERA at a 4.70. They are eighth in strikeouts at 288. Gordon Montgomery is their ace right now. Jesus Christ. I mean, he, he's, he's definitely, you know, a decent pitcher. There you go. Their team whip. Yeah. They're for 27th in the league. 1.47. There you go. So, walking and giving up a lot of hits. Ooh, they're giving Batting up a lot of hits. Against is 274. Yeah. Miles Michael. The only, two te- the only teams worse are the Reds and the A's. Wow. And the A's are having a historically bad pitching season. Yep. Dude. Yeah, the A's have given up 326 hits. The Cardinals have given up 299. Start, their starters ain't striking anyone out. It's 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 brutal. Genesis Cabrera is the best pitcher on the team in general, ERA wise, anyway. And the you know, the middle of the pack of defense only 15 15 errors this year. Uh, they lead the league in double plays a turn on defense. So. I mean, they they won the what what uh the team gold glove or whatever it's called whatever what do they what do they call it is it just the team gold oh yeah glove? Like the, the, yeah whatever it was yeah yeah the gold yeah for the team they won yeah. that so in the national league so they're very yeah, very they very turned good most old plays this year very good defensive team I mean if I remember correctly I think Wilson Contreras got hurt early on yeah uh, let's see. So these numbers here. Nolan Arenado is I mean, the worst. Harris hitting two seventy six. Golden is hitting two ninety six. Nolan Arenado had a hot start. Nolan Arenado is the worst hitter on the team right now. Yeah, two forty four. Burleson two twenty. Carlson two forty two. Yeah, Jordan Walker seventy three. Yeah, Jordan Walker. Newt Bars two fourteen hitting. Uh, O'Neill two thirty nine. They don't even have Jordan Paul, Walker on. Paul DeYoung is eight games. It's three forty six. What is this? Oh, there he is. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and Jordan Walker also like opened up his career. Dead. The longest hitting streak to open up his career, or tied the longest hitting streak to open up his career at twelve games. Yeah, it, it seems like for whatever reason, Marmol has lost his his team. If uh, they won't listen, they want to play for him. They don't want to play hard. I mean, great. Uh, it's nothing that that the like the White Sox are dealing with because they are just have a brutal year too. That is the White Sox, though. You know, you you kind of expect but, but again, that from the two, White Sox at this his, point. These are two historic organizations. Yeah, yeah, and and especially especially the Cardinals. Especially this is something we have never seen from them. Cardinals are the second winningest team in baseball history. They're the winningest team in the National League. I mean, that is, they're the Yankees of the National League. They're really, yeah. you know? I mean. So it's it's really interesting to see. And it's not like there's a lot of injuries either. I'm not even seeing a no. lot of injuries. I'm see- I saw two. And they yeah, weren't any really important guys, players. I'm not playing up to it. But yeah, I but, mean. It is uh, Packy Norton. 
Oh, yeah, super important piece right there. A little Irish fucker. Oh, and Wayne, no. Yeah, Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that might be part of it too. Is that Wayne is an anchor? It's his last year. You know, they want to play for him, but he's not playing. It's tough to rally around a guy who's not playing. Um, uh, no, I don't. I don't think you have to rally around a guy. I mean, they have a very good team. Nolan Arenado is. They do. Under they have a great team. The they have two guys who are really hitting to, or I guess Wilson Contreras is doing okay. Three guys total, if you're including Wilson Contreras, who's slightly above average right now. Two guys who are hitting at a, at a high level, but they're not hitting home runs. Why are they not hitting home runs? Why was the ball flying out of Detroit over the past few days? I mean, dude, it seemed like you hit, a, you hit it with a toothpick. The thing would fucking fly out. Mm-hmm. What What's going on? Why Why are the Cardinals not hitting home runs? What What's the deal? I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt, you expect them both to hit 30-plus home runs. Goldschmidt has yeah. four through the first month. And Aaron Adams, I mean, too. I mean, that's an average. If you if you want to look at it, Goldschmidt They're is an average of, of, of 24. So, yeah. And then uh, Arenado would be on pace for 12. So, I mean, that can't last, you'd imagine. But if uh, if Marmol has lost the team, it's this is going to last. Yeah, we've seen yeah, this happen. Exactly. We've seen this story before, and it won't be the last time we see this story happen. We there... saw it in St. Louis before when when Matheny got got the boot. Yep, and Schilt came in, and these guys loved Mike Schilt, and then he got the boot for whatever reason. He, that was right after winning Manager of the Year, right? I don't remember. Maybe I think he won Manager of the Year and then got the boot. I think you might be right. And he's coaching with uh, San Diego now, right? I think so. Yeah. But, you know. I mean. I don't know what it is down in St. Louis. It's complete chaos and disarray. And They got to do something. You know, uh, and when we had Harrison Bader on a couple of years ago, he talked about the Cardinal way. Uh, you know, it's just, it seems like all hell is broken loose down there. Yeah. Yeah, they're. Some something's going on. They are faltering, and they better cast attraction quick. Otherwise, they're bye. Meet the Yankees at the graveyard. <laughs> wants to bury their player. Hope wants to bury their players. <laughs> but yeah, it's brutal, dude. Yeah. And you know, we mentioned the A's having a historically bad year. We also mentioned the A's have a Vegas Stadium deal, which is actually not true. Um, so if you, if you're a Cardinals fan, it could be worse. You could be an A's fan because the A's, there's a report from the Nevada independent of the source that said legislators believe that the A's should have had more concrete language. In other words, you know, something, a whole plan to push through legislation to get that publicly funded money. It should have happened. I think a week ago or something like that, if they wanted to get it done on time. Yeah. I read an article in The Athletic, which, by the way, if you don't have The Athletic, I do recommend it. it there's some great writing. I know I don't do a lot of uh, ads. It's not an ad. It's just me saying I genuinely recommend it. Um, because there's an article about the A's and John Fisher and Dave Caval 
I think that's how you say his last name. How they've said all these things about new stadiums in the past, how the Howard Terminal project was not a viable site. Major League Baseball said not even close. Then they shift their full attention to that. They are flying by the seat of their pants, and the Vegas deal is bound to get fucked up. Shocker. With the way that you made a great things point are wrong. Yeah. Did I? After what, next year? Releases up at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right next year, right. two years. Uh, next year. I think it was, I think it was, or maybe it is 20. Within the next, I year, next year. I think it, it is next year. It's next year. They don't have a place for 2025. Their, their lease is up. Yep. So, what are they going to do? The new Oakland mayor said, nope, we're walking away. As of this moment, the city of Oakland has all the leverage to keep the A's in Oakland. Yep. And did you see uh, on the home run? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, they, they cut where it. They cropped out the signs from the fans who are calling for John Fisher to sell. Yep. How wild is that? Not even shocking. They so they didn't on the broadcast, right? On the broadcast they did, but when Major League Baseball posted the replay, correct, and on MLB like, Network too. Oh, they did on MLB Network too. Yeah, yep, they cropped it on MLB Network. Wow, that's bad, dude. Not even sh- not shocking. I mean, it's obviously not a good look for MLB. So look. I get it, but, but neither is what what what's going on there. I agree. And if there's if there's any truth to this Nevada legislature issue, Rob Manfred has a problem. And and at what point do you force John Fisher to sell for being a bad look to Major League Baseball? You can't. So the problem with that is you have to get all twenty nine other owners to say that he has to sell. All of them it has to be unanimous. It has to be unanimous. All twenty nine. I know Which is in, what in happened with the Dodgers. Like, I think it's three fourths in other sports. Yeah, so that's what it is for. Like basically everything else, for for an owner to get a team, it has to be. I think it's three fourths. It has to be twenty three. That's right. the magic number. So yeah, whatever. Right, it doesn't Steve work out perfectly. Right, right? What? I think Stevie got twenty six backers because they were he... worried that Reinsdorf and a couple others were gonna. Montfort, uh, Reinsdorf, Reinsdorf. There were two. I think there were two other ones, but yes, I think Stevie. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were a few. It's twenty-three. Yeah, that was that was the. Yeah, but unless unless they change the rules from when they forced the Dodgers to sell in twenty twelve, I think it was twenty twelve. I think it was twenty twelve. Twenty eleven. Twenty twenty. 2010, 20, uh, 2011, 2012, whatever. Uh, their form, their their last owner, when they forced him to sell, it had to be unanimous. Every team had to uh, sign on to it, or maybe it was the, I don't know, whatever it was. But yeah, crazy, right? Insane, dude. So that's not going to happen. I I can tell you right now, whatever. Yep. It was twenty twelve. So whatever, whatever John Fisher is doing, 
I mean, my my biggest issue with the entire thing is it's not like Oakland is a tiny market, you know. No, it, it's it's a it's the Bay Area. They're a decent market, mm-hmm. and this guy, his parents invented Gap. He is worth what? Yeah, he himself like the clothing store, the clothing. Yeah, oligarch. Yes, the entire Gap. Gap, Old Navy, Banana Republic, Athleta, Athletica, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Christ. Is that it? It's just those? Baby Gap, Kids Gap, all those, dude. Right. All of them. His parents invented it. He is, he is the heir to the Gap throne. And he owns, what he did with that money is he bought the A's. By the way, Oakland is the 10th. Largest media market, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose market. That's phenomenal. That's a great market. Dude, if he invested any money, I mean, this dude, he is a money grubby fucking piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. That's really it. He does not care about the fans. He does not care about the players. Clearly, he's he's made it clear too. He's made it so clear. Yeah. And Caval, whoever that guy is too. Fuck him, uh, dude. Present, yeah. Yeah, fuck him. He, fuck him. I Scammer. think he's John Fisher's puppet. He's he's the puppet, I think. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're working together, though, on it. They, yeah. they come up with ideas to scam and fuck everything up and save as much money as possible. That's it. And and, and then in this other, yeah. uh, in this article from The Athletic, mm-hmm. it said that the Raiders wanted to stay in Oakland. Yeah, of course. Why they had they? their issue. They wanted to rebuild on the site of the Coliseum. Yep. But John yep. Fisher said no. Said no. Mm-hmm. And that if it was the last thing he did, he would make sure the Raiders did not rebuild on that site. Yep. Mark Mark Davis wanted to stay in Oakland. He wanted yep. to keep the Raiders in Oakland. The city of Oakland wanted to keep the Raiders. John Fisher is the reason the Raiders are not in Oakland. You should get his haircut. No. I'll get it too. John Fisher is a problem. Yeah, you know, and and Mark Davis even said this. The owner of the Raiders, their slogan, the the rooted in Oakland thing. All they've done is say fuck Oak, fuck the Bay Area. Yep, it, it's that simple. The and now, again, this is all according to a report that you know. Uh, I think I said I sent it to you or the the group chat. I believe you sent, I sent it to the, to the group. group chat. I don't think you sent that just to me. Let's see. Because when did you was... send it? There we go. Okay. Nevada's Assembly Speakers. This is from the Nevada Independent. Nevada's Assembly Speaker says that the Oakland A's have not presented, quote, concrete language requesting $500 million in public money to help construct the stadium in Las Vegas. And if a proposed bill doesn't materialize soon, the legislature could, quote, run out of time. I don't know about you, but that sounds like Las Vegas is, is kind of sick of it already. Why wouldn't they be? It's, Why wouldn't uh, they be? Yeah, within the next week or so. <sighs> I mean, this is... That's that's John John Fisher. Yeah, I don't know. The speaker. Mm-hmm. 
the terms of the deal should have already been submitted in order to meet tight deadlines on, on a shrinking legislative calendar. There are 34 days remaining in the state's 120-day session, which happens every other year. <laughs> yeah. Aha. Here we this go. This is brutal. Now, now we're learning a little bit here. So he is the third, he's their third child, John Fisher. <laughs> so he he's got a, he's got a little little brother. You're doing a deep dive into Fisher. I'm doing a deep dive into the actual issue. <laughs> His brother, his brother Rob Robert or Bob Fisher, is the chairman of Gap. Okay. And then his other brother William is a hedge fund, is an investor and hit and hedge fund manager. Mm. And then we got John, who is owner of the A's and the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, Major League Soccer. Oh, he has stakes in the team. So, yeah. This is, he's a, po- he's a this pussy. Is crazy, dude. If approval for the package does not come through, the team could withdraw from the agreement to purchase the stadium site. Wait, what? For, for the, the Vegas location. Yeah. The A's would need approval from the legislature and the Clark County Commission for the proposed $500 million in tax deferment package in which sales tax and other fees paid by whatever would fund the bonds covering portion of the construction costs. Mm-hmm. This seems like there's a lot of legal red tape that needs to be done, and they're running out of time. So like, like I said, this was... It was big news when it was announced. But as as fans, we should have known that this was going to go up in flames. I mean, it's uh, what you expect. You know who doesn't have issues, though, with, with this relocation and mostly shitty scumbag owners me i was gonna say hockey and and you can find that out by listening to on the power play they're changing days things are getting hectic playoffs are getting heated i don't want to talk about the playoffs anymore though just go listen to them i'm still hurting <sighs> pain all i know is pain fuck patrick kane fucking useless um from the tips, golf. All I had to worry about is the Saudis. That's the same thing. From the tips, check it out. Nick Federico will be back on the network so hopefully soon. Looking forward to that. If you are a fan of Tri-State Sports Beat, you're gonna want to check out his new show. Whenever it does drop, we will let you know. Yes. And and it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. Yes, uh, sir. Season two of the cut is in progress. We are building a great list of guests. Uh, working on trying to figure out a release date for that. And uh, yeah, go like, download, subscribe, rate, comment, review, all that stuff. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, I think it is, right? Yes, sir. Subscribe on YouTube. Do all that shit. Follow us on socials at Take a Pitch across all platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. We're on it, most likely. 
unless there's something new, then let me know and I'll get on it. Um, Billy, did I miss anything? Nope. Hit it, Dave. <laughs> Peace. Love you. Bye. It's Tito made. Proud of you.